Hello everyone, this is Latasha Blanton from the Real South Africa Travel and Tourism. And you're gonna have the opportunity to travel with Phil Scott to... Sunny South Africa. You guys are gonna have the opportunity to come to Johannesburg and you guys are gonna be coming to Durban. And we're gonna set it up perfectly. It's gonna be like a luxury experience for you guys. At the same time, you're gonna be getting some culture. And of course, you're gonna get an opportunity to talk to Phil, hang out with Phil, and get his views on Africa and South Africa. You're also going to get an opportunity to explore the lifestyles here that are available in South Africa. And we're going to do all that for you in an amazing 10 days. We do hope that you go to the website and book because we do look forward to seeing you here. Absolutely. Our website is therealsouthafrica.com. Go there, scroll down. You'll see a picture of Phil and just go ahead and book there. So we'll see you here in what we like to call sunny, sunny South, South Africa. Africa. So we have a case of racism in the healthcare system with a young brother who was experiencing excruciating pain in his head and went to the ER, he required a procedure and he went through so much in order to ultimately get the procedure, including almost losing his life. Take a look. Matthew John Derek Huey was experiencing excruciating pain at the back of his head, vision loss and lost sensation in his hands and feet. But on numerous occasions, he says he was accused of faking his pain in order to get narcotics. There's a much, 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 much higher chance, in my opinion, that I would have gotten that same procedure quicker if, if, I, wasn't, if I wasn't black. You know, the triage nurse said to me, she said, you were here three days ago. I assume you are just here for drugs. With his original doctor on vacation, the now 25-year-old says he visited over five hospitals in the GTA with no luck finding a doctor who would perform the procedure. Where you had, you know, some physician, some physician saying, um, did you just have a spinal tap? We think you need to have this blood patch, the follow-up procedure. And others saying, we refuse to do any testing, give you an MRI, give you uh, any objective testing because... What you need to understand is this is a mental issue. According to the Mississauga native, he was also told he was just imagining his pain and was admitted to the psych ward for two days and that he should avoid dressing a certain way. For instance, not wearing baggy clothing. My mother was trying to fasten on a button-up shirt to my unconscious body on a stretcher. Racism in healthcare has been acknowledged by medical professionals, governments, and advocates. And one expert says River is no exception to a system that is fraught with racial bias. On the surface, what it looks like is that wasn't a life that was valued. That was a life that was dismissed. And that's the experience that many, many racialized people are having. Racialized populations, in particular black populations, are having the worst experiences in the healthcare system, meaning their issues aren't being addressed fast enough timely enough, appropriately enough, and therefore we're having more premature deaths. We're having higher rates of illnesses that should be preventable. This is such a common occurrence. Our pain, our health issues not taken seriously. And in this case, a young black man who is told that he has to dress a certain way. And as you can hear, his mother put a shirt on him uh, and, you know, so he wasn't wearing a hoodie because if you're wearing a hoodie and baggy clothing, you must be wanting drugs. And to be put in the psych ward while all the while all he needed was this procedure, which was a blood patch, and he would have been fine. But because we're not taken seriously, 
And it always has to get to such an extreme before we are actually taken seriously and then action is taken. There are so many reports of either thinking that we, we want drugs or we're on drugs or a drug addict or we're um, something along those lines or that it's a mental health issue because of lack of race data they automatically jump to, it has to be, something's wrong with you. There's been several times where I've reported before, um, I might've had some persistent pain or chronic pain and or and then I would go to my doctor or another doctor or a walk-in clinic. And um, when they can't figure out what the problem is because all of the labs and everything on paper appears as though um, I'm perfectly healthy, the question is always, so how's life? Is everything okay? Um, are you under any stress? And then there they are with their prescription pad, writing up some sort of antidepressant. And it's like, look, that's not the issue. And this is the level of what we face in Canada when we go for help with health issues. That's why it is so important for us as much as we can to try to eat healthy, you know, do all of the basics, eat healthy, stay hydrated, plenty of fluids, you know, take your vitamins, all of the main things that we should do to try and stay healthy, exercise, you know, all of those things, routine checkups, um, because at the end of the day, when we really need care, this is what we're going to go through. I'm so happy that this brother ultimately did get the care he received, but did not have to go through all of this in order to ultimately get the care. And he is fine now, um, but there needs to be a lawsuit. And I really hope that this brother pursues that because this was a clear cut case of discrimination and not taking his care seriously. Let me know what you all think about this. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Also subscribe to my YouTube channel, EA Public Relations, where I report on all things Black-owned across Ontario and Canada. Until next time, please be safe, everyone. Peace be.